I don't want anybody behind me because if, if, if I say something you don't like, you might hit me and I gotta be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as long as it doesn't hit me. All right, so she said we're go I'm going to do a talk on yoga philosophy. Did you guys know you were doing yoga so far today? Yes. Yeah, that's good. Uh, it's quite common that people think that yoga, it's actually a little bit sad in the sense that people think that yoga is just like stretching exercises, you know? And... Uh, and and that's to to most I think most people's knowledge that's kind of the extent of what yoga is you know if I if I if I offer somebody to come to a yoga uh, you know yoga philosophy class and so they'll think about what's that like the philosophy of like when you do some stretching like what stretch or pose is good for what you know sicknesses or something so that's kind of that's a quite common idea. When people hear the word yoga philosophy, they think of like a, you know this kind of thing, right? Like a, this is that this is what we're talking about. And uh, so they think yoga is basically like doing you know just twists, right? When when I was actually before I was born, there was a song called The Twist. You guys know that song? Chubby Checker. Chubby Checker, yeah. Let's twist again. Yeah. <laughs> And so it was so big that they had contests, right? They had twisting contests. And they'd have, you know, everyone get in the town to get together and they'd do the twist and then they'd have, they'd have a prize for the best twister, you know? So, um, you know, so this is, I guess people are, you know, they, they think that yoga is a kind of version of the twist, you know? And, and, and if, you, if you can twist, you know, sometimes they even have like, you know, they get together the, the, the prominent yoga practitioners of a city and then they'll have, you know, a conference or a, a, like, a meeting where they're all, you know, twisting and, and uh, you know, th there's a lot of like envy there, a lot of jealousy or a lot of, you know, I, they, they want to be known as the best yog yogi in the city. So they, um, what they do is, you know, they'll try to show off. And so one guy will twist, you know, real far. You know, he twists, he twists like six inches in a direction. And everybody, you know, he's feeling very proud of himself that he was able to twist, you know, six inches. And then an another guy comes and, you know, one-ups him and twists seven or eight inches. You know, and now the guy who twists six inches is feeling... You know, um, you know, not too good about everything. You know, he's feeling, oh, this is not a nice situation. And then, yeah, and then, and then you have the guy who comes along and he, he does 12 inches, you know. He can twist 12 inches and then everybody says, wow, that's a yoga master. You know, so they think a yoga master is somebody who can twist, like, a, you know, a lot and in crazy directions. And this is, this is a... What's you know in among popular society, this is what's called a yoga master. Uh, and not only is it sad in the sense that um, it's just to do with the uh, body, but the the consciousness of a person has nothing to do with being a yoga master anymore. In 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 modern in the modern view of yoga, 
this, uh, you know, the, the, as I said, they get together, they're feeling envious, they, they want to be recognized as the, the best, the number one uh, yo- yogi. You know, this, this desire for respect, this desire to be the best, desire to be number one, to be looked up to, to be the one who's uh, the center of everybody's attention. That's what yoga is meant to get you away from. So it's not, it's not that yoga is meant to be another tool to um, puff up the uh, false ego. This is the, the disease of the uh, people in this world, is that we have this, this desire for respect, to be number one, to be the best, to be recognized, and so on. Uh, it doesn't matter what kind of field you're in. You could be in, today I was at a surf contest. Uh, you know, people are trying to be the best surfer. You know, they want to be recognized as the best surfer and looked up to among their friends as the best surfer. Uh, and it's, you know, there's no prize money. The, the goal is to be recognized for the pride of being the, the number one guy. And so that's among the surfing community. You know, you want, if, you're, if you're all your surfers are friends and you surf, then, then surfing is, is uh, you know, what you're going to try to be number one at. Um, you know, the, uh, and it can be totally opposites, you know, like for example, the, uh, in a society of like criminals, for example, uh, you're looked up to if you're the biggest, baddest uh, criminal, right? So if you're, if you're, you know, if you're in prison, they've kind of uh, got hierarchies there of like, who's, uh, you know, the baddest, the baddest ass guys, they're the, you know, they're the, they're looked up to in the prison, you know, they're the top guys in the prison. Now, he killed 30 people and everybody's like, whoa, you know, the, this is a real badass and he walks around the prison feeling proud, just like the, the surfer is feeling proud of himself after winning the surf contest, you know, because he's, he's, you know, he's, he's, a, he's uh, got the respect of his peers. Uh, in a society of uh, churchgoers, right? It's the opposite. The guy who's the the guy who's the criminal. Uh, he's looked down to among the pious uh, people in the church who, um, you know, they're they what's what's respected in the church is. Um, you know, if you don't, if you're not, you're not cheating on your wife, or you're not uh, gambling, or you know, I don't know, if getting drunk is against the Catholic or Christian rules, but, or, or getting drunk or whatever. You know, you're, you're, um, uh, you're so so you want to portray an image of yourself as I'm the good one. You know, and if something gets out, uh, like. Uh, he's been sleeping with hookers on the side. It's like a thing you just don't want anybody to know about because uh, if they find out, they're not going to respect you as much. So this, and then you have another society of maybe hippies, right? So what's the what's looked up to in the hippie community? If all your friends are hippies, you want to be the be- the dirtiest hippie, right? And if you're the dirtiest hippie, you haven't showered in two months, then you know, you're, 
All your friends think you're really, really good. The biggest deadlock, I'm sorry. I, this is probably the wrong crowd to talk about here. People. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's why I didn't want anybody behind me because I have a tendency of saying the wrong thing. <laughs> so, um, so uh, but the, with the, the, high, the yogi, the highest yogi, is someone who's conquered this desire to be looked up to, to be number one, to be the best. This is uh, the consciousness of a yogi, and a real yoga master is a person who doesn't have, doesn't have the desire to be number one, doesn't have the desire for respect, doesn't want to be, doesn't care if people like him or not. The, the reason is because he's tasting the highest happiness. He's tasting uh, the definition of the word yoga, which means union, union with God. This is the, uh, the goal of yoga and the perfection of yoga. Uh, to be dovetailed, your heart, your life, your will, everything connected with God, you're, you, you're, you become one with God. So this is yoga, to become one with God. And the symptom of such a person who's one with God is that they don't care to be numbered. They don't care to be looked up to. Um, uh, they don't, uh, they've conquered this desire. They're, they've conquered, they're the master of their mind, they're the ma master of their senses. They, in other words, they redirect the mind and the senses, not for the desire for fame and honor, but for the uh, pleasure of the Supreme Lord. And that is the, the highest um, yogi. So, uh, <clears throat> when someone says they're yoga master because they can twist their body, it's it's you know this is it's unfortunate that you know this is kind of the direction that the word yoga has taken. Mm. So, you know there could be there could be basically there could be like one person doing yoga saunas and stretching exercises. They could have been practicing yoga for 20 years. And then there's one person who, you know, has been practicing for one day or two days. You know, who's the yoga master? You know, we don't know. It's whoever, it's not whoever can twist the furthest. It's whoever's consciousness. Maybe, maybe neither of them. Maybe both of them. Uh, but the, the consciousness of a yogi is one who's not uh, trying to get name and fame, but who's, uh, who's doing what he's doing. Uh, for in connection with God, which is this word yoga, and it's connecting with God. So, um, you know, the, the yoga sanas or stretching exercises can be very beneficial for a person who's uh, about to uh, engage in meditation uh, because it can, it can um, get your mind in a, in a calm, in a, in a, you get, you, first of all, you can sit more comfortably. You can relax easier if your body's not uptight, so it, it can help you with your meditation. Uh, and it can help you with your health, too. So you can use your body um, in, in yoga. This is what it's for. So if a person's doing this, whether they're, they do it a lot, for 20 years, an hour a day, or they don't even do it, um, we, we can't go on if they're a yogi or not by if they stretch. They're, they're yogi or they're not a yogi by uh, if they're connecting their activities up with the Supreme Lord. And that is 
that's what yoga is. Yoga means this union with God. So all the yoga processes, all the um, uh, different types of yoga, uh, they're meant to bring a person to this, uh, this condition of oneness with God. And uh, a symptom of that is that they're not trying to be the best. They're not trying to be number one. They simply want to be the humble servant of God. Does anybody have any questions on that one? We have 15 minutes. No? Is it really clear? No. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. When you say oneness with God, what does that actually mean? Yeah. Maybe it's a different meaning. Yeah, well, that meaning is, um, uh, you know, a lot of people think that oneness with God means that uh, you become God. You know, you. Um, you merge into God and become God and then you start to identify yourself as God and that you are God and there's no difference between you and God but that's not that's not the meaning that's not the Vedic uh, conclusion and that's not what um, I mean when I say oneness with God when I say oneness with God it means like oneness just like a uh, husband and a wife are one right they're, they're um, one in love one in purpose so the yogi, he, he dovetails his mind and his body uh, in the service of God. So God's will is his will. You see, the disease of the people in this world is that. Uh, we, we have our own will. We want to do our own thing. And uh, because of that, we don't experience oneness. We, we experience a struggle. Uh, when we... Because um, our will is not all-powerful. <laughs> what we do is... Uh, uh, dependent on so many factors you know for example if if you want to go surfing uh, there has to be waves there right you have your body has to be healthy you can't be sick um, you have to have two arms there can't be a shark biting uh, there's so many different factors that you know that that, uh, that go into it that we're totally not dependent we're totally dependent on going right you see so the experience of the person in this world, they try to become number one, they try to be the best, they try to have things go their way, but uh, unfortunately uh, for them, or fortunately, however you want to look at it, uh, it may or may not work out. And when it doesn't work out, they become angry and frustrated, and, uh, they, and then just, they just keep going on trying and trying and getting more angry, getting more, more angry and more frustrated, and, and then they just try to forget the whole thing and drink beer. So, you know, it's said that meditation is meant to help a person overcome anger. Uh, and it's supposed to rid the person of anxiety. And uh, the reason is, is because uh, when a person um, gets more into meditation and, and uh, learns about who he is and uh, what real yoga is, he strives for that. And when a person's will and his life is dovetailed with the supreme will, uh, then you can't go wrong. That's why there's no anxiety. You but see? I love the Vipassana um, view of it, where actually you had one side you had the pain and one side you had the pleasure. And we're constantly either reaching for the pleasure or we're trying to push away the pain. And uh, so what we've done is we've created this lopsided thing where we go, well, the pleasure is a lot more important than the pain. And mm -hmm. so we're always 
uh, going into that duality and dividing ourselves from that. Whereas yeah. when you accept that, um, you know, that pain, it's okay to be in pain, you know, and if you're, um, you have that non-attachment and you can just sit with, because we all go into um, pain at some point in our lives. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, I think that, that um, by, by sitting with that pain, it, um, it uh, releases that uh, thing of I'm in a really bad state. Um, yeah, so. There's, there's many, like, you know, there's many mental tricks you can do or focusing on different things or trying to think positive about uh, certain situations. But, um, you know, Vipassana is not, has nothing to do with yoga. It's not a yoga practice. No, it's, well, it is so, a yoga but practice. What I'm talking, is, what I'm talking yeah. about is, is, is a little bit different. Yoga, Vipassana actually comes from the, um, it's a Buddhist teaching. And, mm. and the Buddhist uh, philosophy has, um, uh, is not a, is not a, philosophy where that includes God you know so um, they the practitioner of Vipassana or the practitioner of uh, Buddhism or Bo Buddhist teachings they try to uh, find peacefulness um, without God there you see so they, they resort to trying to focus on certain things and, and like this and that but the yogi he's uh, he's it's He's experiencing, uh, not only is he aware of the goings-on in the mind, uh, but he's uh, experiencing deeper than that, uh, a deep uh, blissfulness or pleasure inside that has nothing to do with the mind. So it's, it's instead of uh, a, having a, um, uh, trying to, uh, you know, focus on things that are going on differently, he's focusing on God. And because he's focusing on God, then he's experiencing within himself uh, great transcendental bliss or happiness. So he's noticing there's pleasure and there's pain, but he doesn't care because he's experiencing, a, he's experiencing, he's experiencing a deeper pleasure. Hmm? Yeah. No, but it's, a, it's still the same thing. It's a not caring, you know, it's because in the meditation, go into that deep that space which you call the joy of bliss. Um, but I think in Vipassana it, it is the same thing. It's like it's not attaching to that pleasure and pain. In that sense, yeah. Yes. In that sense yes. it's not attaching yes. to the pleasure and pain, yeah. Mm -hmm. are, we, uh, are we seeking uh, pleasure that's beyond the uh, Yeah. That's right. That's what I was saying. Yeah, it's a, it's a pleasure that has nothing to do with the ups and downs of this world. Mm -hmm.